Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. Glad to have you on this Saturday morning as we discuss a couple who was very prevalent in the Wilmore community here in Jessamine County with me today. I have the children of Clay and Ann Brumfield, and I have with me their daughter, Billy Hawes, and their son, Jimmy Brumfield. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Well, we're going to talk about your mom and dad, Clay and Ann, and I knew, uh, knew both of them and a lot of people in Wilmore knew them very well uh clay of course was a postal worker for a long long time did your mom work outside the home she didn't she did not but she was known down there because she was in the i guess some of the organizations civic organizations and church and things like that she was very active now let's talk about how they started how first off let's let's start with your dad how did clay uh was he a native of jessamine county he was. He was born um, in Wilmore. Uh, I, in fact, I hunted up his birth certificate to, to double check that because yeah. his parents had moved around a little bit, but he was. Um, Dr. Gillespie actually was his. Really? <laughs> his, his, the one that delivered it. Yes. Yeah, which is how he got his middle name. His name was Clay Gillespie. Okay. And did he live in this county all his life? You see his parents moved around. Was there any time he wasn't here? I know they lived in Boyle County for a little while, and I'm not sure whether that was before he was born or if he was over there for a little bit in between. But I kind of think he was in Jessamine County his whole life. When they had a house that burnt down, I'm not sure when they were rebuilding the house. They lived out on the Gillespie Farm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where the house burnt down. It was. Yeah. And so it could have been while they were rebuilding the house, they moved away. But I don't. Thank you ever really left. Okay. And your mom? She always lived in Jessamine mm-hmm. County. Now, she was Parks? Yes. She was a Parks. And her dad, Willis Parks. Was William. William. William Parks. Parks. William Parks was her dad. Now, how, if you know, how did these two meet? Well, I think that it was, uh, Dad always farmed early on, and, and I think that it had to do with my grandfather and daddy and maybe hay or something like mm-hmm. that and he was out there but i'm not positive i i'm sure i've heard that story before but i can't remember yeah we talked yeah. about it but they got together somehow right. two jessamine county people and they fell in love and they got married and you two kids you were the only two right yes. right came along well, let's talk about clay and his growing up years and once you know once he got out of high school did he work on the farm was that his main job there for a while did he go to any other education that you know of he didn't. Yeah. He, uh, after high school, he worked on the farm, and we lived on the farm until 65. That's when he started working at the post office. Do you know why how that happened? They had, it started as just a part-time temp, I think is what they called yeah. it back then. Well, in Wilmore. In Wilmore, yeah. And, of course, at that time, and, you know, in 65... You and I were little boys. Right. But at that time, I would almost say that you probably didn't have a very big crew down there in Wilmore in the post office. Right. In fact, he walked the city. The city was his route. The whole city. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't like you had part of the town. Right. Yeah. So the city was his route in, in those days. Wow. That's amazing. to. And you think, you know, Wilmore is not a big town even today. But to think that it was small enough for one or maybe two to, to walk the whole down right. was, was shows you how things have grown. Well, before we get too much into their life, let me, let me stop, and I should have done this to start with. You two kids came along. Billy, the, you are the oldest child. 
and you're married to Jerry mm-hmm. Hawes. And uh, tell us what you have done with with your life. We have um, Blooded Horse Sales Company. It's yeah. a standard bred uh, auction company, and pretty much I've done that my whole life besides right. raising kids. Right, and that's the biggest job. Yes. And Jimmy? Currently, well, I've been controller of Asbury Seminary for 32 years. So wow. All but a couple of years right after college, I worked for a CPA firm, but then went from there to yeah. the seminary. And how long have you been on the Wilmore Council? Uh, since 1990, so 25 years. Man, you just, you're almost as old as Harold Rainwater. Uh, <laughs> not quite that old. <laughs> All right, well, I want to make sure we didn't forget to tell about you two. So he comes out, he's farming, he decides to get in the Postal Service, and I assume at some time he thinks, you know, I might as well make this a full-time job. Right. And your mother, did, she didn't work outside the home? She didn't um, work outside the home. That was just one of those things. Daddy was kind of an old-fashioned guy yeah. when he came to that, and he wanted her home for us, and, and she was, but she was really active. Mama was on the founding board of the uh, Wilmore Daycare Center. Mm-hmm. She was on the founding board of the Community Service Center in Wilmore. She was on the hospice board mm-hmm. of Jessamine County back in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. Um, she was... Her and Sarah Thompson were the first women elders uh, on the session of the Wilmore Presbyterian Church. So she uh, and she was active at school and with right. us and, and whatnot. So she did her fair share of mostly volunteer work. But yeah, she wouldn't have had time for a job. <laughs> I mean, she was she was very active in the Meals on Wheels. Yeah, well. that's true. I mean, she a lot of stuff. delivered meals for a long time. Yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah. Well, your dad, of course, both of them very well known down there. But I mean, when you when you have someone like your dad, who was postman, how long did he? From sixty five to ninety two. So almost thirty years yeah. of walking the same pretty much town and seeing the same people. You you get to be known. I mean, and you get to know them. Yeah. The ins and outs and, and all and that. Especially stuff. when you like to talk like Daddy did. And yeah. he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And in best soccer, he likes to tell a little few jokes every oh, once yeah. in a while, too. But you get to know people, and you get, and when I say no, you get to know them. Yes. Right. It, especially in a small town. It's not just no. Did he ever tell you, what was, the, was that the most favorite part of his job, just the visiting? I think it was, because he had the people they delivered mail to just really, he was really good friends. They would invite him in in the winter and have coffee mm-hmm. and warm his hands and that sort of things. And, yeah, they knew everything about him and one of the bad things about growing up in Wilmore when your dad was a postman and knew everybody that if or when we did anything wrong he knew it before we got home he knew it, uh, yeah there was no there's no secrets you had a lot of eyes on you a lot of eyes yeah yes. yeah of course Billy you didn't have that problem right it was just, oh, no. it, was just it was just brother over oh here. no but yeah. yeah that's true and, and you know times change I can remember growing up in this town Although it was bigger, still kind of the same thing. You you had the people, you had uh, people watching you all the time, and you don't, you know, when you're growing up, you kind of don't think about that. You do what you do, and you're a boy, and you know, all this kind of stuff. And mom and daddy, yeah, they find out really easy. So he was with almost 30 years, and a lot changed in those 30 years in the male service. Did you ever talk to him? Was he always satisfied that that was the correct choice he made? I think Daddy always was happy with being mail carrier. I don't think he always liked 
new rules that came yeah. on and that sort of yeah. thing. But I think he liked the being a mail carrier and and um, it was interesting when when he passed away and the number of people who came to the funeral home and said, "Your dad was the first person I ever met when I moved to Wilmore." Yeah, you know because yeah. he did talk to people and so right. he would and they didn't forget it. So that was a lot of years later. So it was it was pretty interesting. But no, I don't think he ever regretted it. I think he he always liked it liked to complete things, mm-hmm. and I think in his mind. You know, at the beginning of the day, here's a bundle of mail, and at the end of the day, it was all it's done. Gone. And he had completed his task. Right. That made him. That made him feel good. In all kinds of weather and all kinds of right. circumstances, too. Yeah. That old adage that it has to be delivered is certainly true. Right. I was telling you, he had not exactly sure how it came about, but there was a German shepherd in Wilmore who belonged to Joe Thacker. Who used to be a mayor. Right. And right in exactly. fact, was he with college? He was. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so they called him Germ. Every day, Germ would meet Daddy at the beginning of his route and walk with him the entire route. So he fended off dogs, and, and Daddy said he never got bit uh, whenever he, he had Germ with him because... Uh, as he said, he never started a fight, but he finished a lot of them. <laughs> and uh, so that was uh, became just a thing that everybody knew uh, when they would see Germ coming. The mail was the on mail its was right behind him. Isn't that something? Yeah. How did he get him to, at the end of the day to go back to Joe? I mean, he, actually, he just did it. Wow. At the end, of, at the end of his route, Daddy got in his in his uh, jeep or whatever he was in, and Germ would just head on home. Isn't that something? And, and Joe Thacker, there was, they did a story about him in the Jessman Journal in the 70s. Yeah. And uh, Joe said, for some somehow, Germ knew when it was Sunday, and there was no mail, so he never even, never even went. But every other day, at back then, you started pretty early in the morning. Sure. So Germ would just head out. And Isn't walk. that amazing? And he would not like it if he was in the house and couldn't get out. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> it was that is truly because most time you hear the old, you know, see the cartoons of the dogs chasing the male right, right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And this this one just decided I'm gonna I'm gonna be his buddy. Yeah, that is very interesting. Well, you know, both of you all grew up in Wilmore, of course, and have seen some changes over there. From your perspective, uh, how, how, this is kind of on a different subject, but what do you what do you think? is the most significant changes we've had in Wilmore since your dad started in 65 till till now. And, you, of course, you're going to speak, I understand, as one of the elected officials, and I understand that, and that's good. But what, what do you guys what do you guys think is a big change, and what do you miss? I think the biggest change is the subdivision, Woods Point, all of that mm-hmm. area, because it, mm-hmm. it grew Wilmore so much. Yeah. And I miss probably the small town businesses and stuff like that that were there when we were growing up yeah you know the dime store and and there's still those there's still places there and stuff like that but it's it's different it feels different and it's the way it is here because you know at that time you stumped at the dime you had the criners ben franklin down there just Mm -hmm. like you did here and you had the of course sims drugstore i guess was there forever but rainwater's a shoe shop and and i assume now if you look down through there would the longest be clay Tankersley? Or the Fitches, maybe. Well, they're probably about the same. Yeah, and Sims. 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 Well, although it's... Is yeah, it in the Sims family? 
Uh, he's still owns the building. They okay, own. okay. It's not the, right. But I guess as far as yeah, currently Clay. owned, it would be Clay's Barbershop and the Fitches. Right. What do you, as, as a councilman, what have you seen, Jim? Well, you know, I think uh, growth has been has been good. I think both the seminary and the university have made contributions with their subdivisions and their buildings, mm-hmm. which have improved it. I think that maybe the thing that I uh, remember back, I think until I left to go to college, we never locked our doors, ever. Yeah. I mean, even when you went away. Yeah. So those days have changed. And right. It's, you know, not that there was never any burglaries in Wilmore, but yeah. you knew your neighbors and everybody kept an eye on on everything. Place, on everything. Sure. Yeah. And sure. so I think that and the fact that you probably don't know all your neighbors like you yeah. because there's a lot of ins and outs, moving people. What What year did Clay die? Oh, five. 2005. So it's been 10 years, 11 right. years this year. And while a lot of things haven't changed, a lot of things have. And uh, But he, he he was around long enough and has been had, was around enough to see a lot of the big changes. Yeah. Uh, we're not in a situation with him like we have been with others on this show where if he were to come back, he'd be shocked. Right. Because he's, he's around. And your mother died when? 13. And the same with her. Now, they didn't always just, well, their life was just not delivering mail and working for civic groups. Tell us a little bit about their personal lives. You know, Daddy was very involved in the Little League Baseball and the Babe Ruth. He mm-hmm. was uh, vice president forever, him and Jim Ed Shear, and I think Leo Wild and that whole right. group. So, yeah, they. I remember he spent a lot of time out there uh what what's now I think is the girls' softball field at West High. At West High mm-hmm. was once just a, a meadow, yeah, and they made that into a you know a, a fairly decent yeah. park, and so he was very involved in the the baseball and Babe Ruth and little league, and of course um, all the things Mom was involved with. When throughout. when we were. When we were really small, Daddy, really before he went to work at the post office, like I said before, he farmed. And to be honest, I think that was probably his first love. Mm -hmm. So we lived out on Jasmine Station on a farm out there until after my fourth grade year in school. And Mama, you know, was, she would help. He had sheep and we, you know, it was just... It was it was just a family thing, you yeah. know. We all did together and stuff like that, and they were really good friends with the Fletchers and the McMillans. And we would go to you know, weekends or Saturdays, you know. They would take turns going to each other's house, and it, it was just kind of small t- town growing yeah. up, kind of your your typical small Americana. Yes. Right? That's what it was. Yes, exactly. And and to some extent, still is. Yeah. Uh, much more than Nicholsville is, I think, from what I have been able to see as an outsider. What? And I'm going to ask you both this question, and one of you is going to have the advantage to think about it. And I, I will start with you, Billy, because you're the, the oldest. Give me one word to describe your dad. Outgoing, probably. Yeah. How about you, Jim? Anything different? Mm, I'd say happy. Seemed to always be happy. Yeah, and like to me, the time that I was around him, every yeah. time, I mean, yeah, it was both of those things. About your mom. <laughs> I got to think about this one a little bit longer. But well, she's more. very loving. Yes, yes. Oh, sorry to say, she was always sort of a care, compassionate caregiver type person. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did her fair share of it. 
as time went on. But she was always like that. She mm-hmm. was she was always a very compassionate and caring, loving person. Yeah, you know, our friends always loved her, and you know, and stuff like that. She she was just kind of one of those makes you feel good kind of yeah. persons, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And it's good. That's not one word, though. <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's one of the hardest questions that we ask on this program because people, you know, you, I can think of a lot. If I was asked that about my parents, it would be hard to narrow it down to one. But it's interesting to hear the different words that come from different people at different times. And I think both of you used some very good ones from what I knew of both of them. Good descriptive words of both of them. And, of course, they would be, and I'm sure are very proud of both of you and what you have done with your lives. Now, do you you all have children? Both of you do, right? How many do you have, Billy? Well, I have two of mine, right. and then I have three stepsons. And grandchildren? We have two granddaughters, and uh, Jerry and I have custody of a child, too. Okay. And Jimmy? I just had one son, Jacob. Okay. He lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's a inner-city missionary in really? Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. You know, nowadays, I I kind of gauge people's age by their kids, <laughs> and, you know, I always thought, Jimmy, you weren't that much older than me, but sounds like you are because your kid's a whole lot older than mine. He's 27. It's, yeah, and see, my oldest one is only 19, so that, that makes you quite a bit older than me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, I don't Maybe think it works that way. Maybe you just got a later start, <laughs> yeah. Doug. Of course, I could, have, I could have compared him to my youngest, who's 12, and that would make yeah, him yeah. real oh, a whole yeah. lot older than me. Well, I know that Clay and Ann, uh, did, they get, did they get to know your all's children? Oh, they were yeah. they were around, and right. so I'm sure that that they were good at spoiling those yeah. kids. Well, one of Jacob's favorite memories is uh, so at the time when at the end of Daddy's career as a as a postman, we lived uh, over on Corbett, and it's sort of like a dead end street. There was two houses beyond where we lived, mm-hmm. so Jacob would run out and get in the the mail truck and go up one house and come across and come down one house and. Uh, and that you would have thought that he'd driven the, ridden the town with him. Wow. But, uh, you yeah. know, up one house, down one house. and But that, that was, was a big his, deal. It was a big deal to him back then. Yeah, he was yeah. a big deal. I mean, his granddad's in a truck, a yeah. company vehicle, with a uniform. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's, that's Probably all thing. kinds of regulations. Uh, yeah, broke right there, but <laughs> Well, but you know what? Those, those are the kind of, just like today. Now, your son's 27 years old, and as you said, probably one of the most favorite memories you'll ever had of his granddad. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, sometimes regulations are, are meant to be bent just a little bit. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I sure do appreciate you all coming in. Believe it or not, our time is gone. It goes quick on this it program. But talking a little bit more about Clay and Ann and what they uh, they meant to the community, you know, it would be interesting if you had some kind of a tally of how many pieces of mail that those hands touched over all those years. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we, we don't often think about this but every weekday i stop on my way in from work and grab the mail and you don't think about it it just it's there and it's different nowadays whereas you know you you don't know who's delivering it could be the different person every day but back then especially with somebody like him in that size of a of a city it, it wasn't just a mailman it was a friend 
and it was somebody that you really got to know and appreciate. There was a family, the Coons, and they um, traveled a lot. And I can remember they would be getting ready to go out of town, and they might call the house on Saturday or something Mm -hmm. and say, Clay, we're leaving to go out of town. Can you hold our mail for whatever? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know. You take care of it. Yeah. it, It was, everything was so... Um, so simple. Yes. Simple. That, there you go. That's a perfect word. Things yes. were simple. Yeah. And uh, you could be good neighbors. You can still be good neighbors, but it, but it's not as simple. But yeah, to know that you you could depend mm-hmm. on people like that to take care of you, and, and he certainly did. And of course, your mom uh, helped out a whole lot of people uh, in the stuff that she was involved with, and people a lot of people got help that didn't even know that she was involved. So right. her involvement much different from his his he was seen and hers was behind the scenes but they both were equally as important thank you guys appreciate you coming in and telling us all about clay and ann brumfield been interesting for inviting us well i want to thank jimmy and billy for coming in and talking to us today about their parents clay and ann brumfield and the significant contribution they made to the community especially in wilmore we appreciate you joining us every Saturday morning for all things Jessamine. We'll be back again next week at 11 o'clock for another program. It's all things Jessamine right here on Jess FM 105.9.